This is episode 576 of the AWS podcast, released on March 20th, 2023. Here at the AWS podcast, we really do love to get your feedback. One place you can do it is off the podcast page where there's a button that says submit questions and feedback, and you can record audio and send it to us which is pretty cool. We do love to listen to it. We love to share it when you give us permission to as well. Please give it a go. We'd love to hear from you. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Sam Lee with you. Great to have you back. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Horn Wen Longren, all the way from sunny Seattle. G'day, Horn. How you doing? It is actually sunny here in Seattle and sleepless as well. <laughs> well that's because you work too hard. That's true. We have a bunch of updates. Horn, why don't you kick us off? And onto the topic of AWS Marketplace. Autocomplete suggestions are now available on AWS Marketplace Search. With this feature, users that visit the AWS Marketplace website or console would get search suggestions within the search bar as they type. User queries show up as bolded prefixes within the autocomplete suggestion, which they can select to complete their query and see results on the main results page. The suggestions are sorted by relevance and tells what's available, how to spell difficult terms, and what others are searching for, which is pretty cool. Autocomplete suggestion assures users that are on the right track with a product that are available within the AWS Marketplace catalog so that users can continue to build additional queries upon these suggestions. And onto the topic of analytics, Amazon Kinesis data streams has increased on-demand write throughput limit to one gigabyte per second, which is a five times increase from the current limit of 200 megabytes per second. Amazon Kinesis Data Streams is a serverless streaming data service that makes it easy to capture, process, and store streaming data at any scale. Now, on-demand is a capacity mode for Kinesis Data Streams that automates capacity management, so you don't have to provision or manage the scaling of resources. In the on-demand mode, you pay for throughput consumed rather than for provisioned resources, which makes it easier to balance costs and performance. By default, on-demand capacity mode can automatically scale to 200 meg per second of write and 400 meg per second of read throughput. Now you can request a limit increase though to get all the way up to one gig of write and two gig of read throughput. You can create a new on-demand data stream or convert an existing data stream into the on-demand mode with a single click. When you choose on-demand capacity mode, Kinesis data streams automatically accommodates your workloads as they ramp up. On-demand mode provides the same high availability and durability as Kinesis data streams existingly. Uh, When switching existing streams to on-demand, you can continue to use your existing applications without making any code changes or requiring downtime. On-demand streams work with all existing AWS integrations like Amazon CloudWatch Logs, Amazon DynamoDB, Amazon Kinesis Data Firehose, Amazon Kinesis Data Analytics, Amazon Lambda, and open source technologies such as Apache Spark and Apache Flink. Amazon EMR Serverless now supports application log encryption with customer managed keys. So you can bring your own customer managed keys with the KMS service to encrypt EMR Serverless application logs when stored in managed storage and in Amazon S3 buckets. Amazon Redshift announces general availability of rollup, cube, grouping sets in the group by clause. So this simplifies data warehouse migrations by offering some of the more commonly used syntax across databases. AWS Glue Crawlers now support integration with Lake Formation. So this simplifies your crawler setup and supporting centralized permissions for in-account and cross-account crawling of S3 data lakes in concert with AWS Lake Formation. 
Amazon QuickSight enables role-based access control to data sources that connect to Amazon S3 and Athena. So QuickSight account administrators will be able to provide an IAM role to individual S3 or Athena data sources in their QuickSight account, rather than enabling account-wide access to connect from QuickSight to S3 or Athena. And finally on this topic, Amazon MSK adds support for Apache Kafka version 3.3.2 for both new and existing clusters, which introduces several bug fixes and some new features that improve performance. And onto the topic of blockchain. Amazon Managed Blockchain announces general availability of Ethereum token-based access. Token-based access provides, or TBA, provides a more convenient way for customers to connect to their Ethereum nodes from popular blockchain development tools. TBA increases AMB's Ethereum node interoperability with popular tools used by blockchain developers. Customers that do not need the level of security provided by AWS Signature version 4 can create an accessor token through the AWS console, CLI, or SDK. This accessor token can be used to easily connect popular development tools such as EtherJS, Hardhat, and MetaMask with AMB Ethereum nodes. And on to the topic of compute. Introducing Amazon LightCell for research. Amazon LightCell now offers Amazon LightCell for research, a new offering that makes it simple for you to accelerate your research using the power of the cloud. LightCell for research provides access to analytical applications such as Scilab, RStudio, Jupyter, running on powerful virtual computers in just a few clicks. With LightCell for research, you can move large data sets and or time-consuming analysis from your laptop onto virtual computers, running multiple analysis simultaneously and continual computation even when your laptop is off or being used for other activities. By accessing AWS computer power along with the pre-installed research software, you can get to work quickly without requiring a computer setup, software installation, or technical support to perform those tasks. Additionally, LightCell for Research uh, offers bundled pricing, making it simple to understand costs before starting your work. Code scan for Lambda functions within Amazon Inspector now in preview. Amazon Inspector now supports code scanning of Lambda function, expanding the existing capability to scan Lambda functions and associate layer for software vulnerabilities and application packaging dependencies. With this expanded capabilities, Amazon Inspector now also scans the custom proprietary application code within a Lambda function for security vulnerabilities such as injection flaws, data leaks, weak cryptography, or missing encryption based on AWS security best practices. When code vulnerabilities are identified in the Lambda function or layer, Inspector generates actionable security findings along with impacted code snippets and remediation guidance. All findings are aggregated in the Amazon Inspector console, routed to AWS Security Hub, and pushed to Amazon Event Bridge to automate workflows. Amazon Lambda Power Tools for .NET is now generally available. Now, this is providing the abstract on top of the AWS SDK and multiple AWS services. Power Tools increases developers' productivity by streamlining the adoption of best practices defined in the AWS well-architected serverless lens. AWS SAM CLI announces preview of Rust-built supports. Developers building serverless application using Rust can now use SAM Build and SAM Accelerate to rapidly iterate on their code changes in the cloud, achieving same levels of productivity they're used to when testing locally, while testing against a realistic application environment in the cloud. 
AWS SAM Connector now supports multiple destinations. Now, SAM customers can use a single SAM connector to define the permissions that should be granted between a single source resource and multiple destination resources. By defining multiple destination in a single SAM connector, SAM templates are more readable and easier to update over time. AWS Lambda now supports Amazon DocumentDB ChangeStream as an event source. With Amazon DocumentDB ChangeStreams as an event source for Lambda, you can build event-driven applications that react to changes in your databases in near real time. You can use Lambda function to process new documents, track updates to existing documents, or log deleted documents. You can use any programming language that is supported by Lambda to write your functions. Amazon ECS now supports deletion of inactive task definition revisions. With this new capabilities, customers can permanently delete task definition revisions that are no longer needed or contain undesirable configuration, simplifying resource management and improving security posture. Amazon ECS increases the number of provisioning task quota to deliver faster cluster auto-scaling. ECS can now increase capacity for 500 provisioning tasks in a single step, up from the previous 300 tasks, which translates to fewer scaling iterations, faster cluster auto-scaling performance, and speedier task launches. Amazon EKS and Amazon EKS Distro now supports Kubernetes version 1.25. Starting today, you can create new 1.25 cluster or upgrade your existing clusters to 1.25 using Amazon EKS Console, the EKSCLT command line interface, or through the infrastructure as code tool. And onto the topic of database. Amazon DocumentDB with MongoDB compatibility adds support for MongoDB 5.0 wire protocol and client-side field-level encryption. So Amazon DocumentDB with MongoDB compatibility continues to increase compatibility with MongoDB and now offers added support for MongoDB 5.0 drivers with Amazon DocumentDB 5.0. Now, Amazon DocumentDB is a fast, scalable, highly available, and fully managed document database service that supports the MongoDB API-based workloads. Amazon DocumentDB makes it easy and intuitive to store, index, and query JSON data. Some of the major features include client-side field-level encryption, so you can now encrypt sensitive data in application before it's sent to Amazon DocumentDB, and build applications that handle sensitive and personally identifiable information data and comply with the regulatory requirements. There is now a 128 tbyte storage limit, so this is doubling the storage volume in Amazon DocumentDB 5.0 clusters and Elastic Cluster shards. Storage scales automatically with no additional cost, and you're only charged for the storage you use in an Amazon DocumentDB cluster volume. And the other change, or significant change, I should say, is aggregate operators. You can now use $.dateAdd and $.dateSubtract MongoDB API operators when working with date fields. You can now upgrade your 3.6 and 4.0 instance-based clusters to DocumentDB 5.0 clusters, and guidance is available. Amazon Timestream now supports batch loading data. This is a new feature for ingesting batch time series data into Timestream. Batch load provides customers with a robust, serverless, and scalable solution to migrate data from CSV files stored in S3 directly into Timestream. With batch load, customers specify one or more source files, the target Timestream database and table, and a data model to apply. Batch load then automatically and reliably ingests the data in parallel. You can learn more by watching a five-minute video or checking out the developer guide. 
Now, Amazon TimeStream is a fast, serverless, and purpose-built time series database for real-time analytics, DevOps, and IoT applications that can scale to process trillions of time series events per day. And it simplifies the data lifecycle management through the use of data tiers and user-defined data retention policies. The purpose-built query engine lets you access and analyze recent and historical data across these tiers. Additionally, visualizing your data is simple with integration and connector support through Amazon QuickSight, Grafana, and JDBC. Amazon TimeStream also automatically scales up or down to adjust for capacity and performance, so you don't need to manage the underlying infrastructure, which means you could just build your applications. It's also HIPAA eligible, ISO certified, FedRAMP moderate compliant, PCI DSS compliant, and in scope for AWS's SOC reports 1, 2, and 3. Amazon Neptune Serverless now scales down to one NCU to save costs. This brings down the cost of running Neptune Serverless by reducing the resources used by up to two and a half times when the graph database is not actively responding to user queries. With a one NCU minimum, you could save on your graph database by using Neptune Serverless. Amazon DevOps Guru for RDS supports proactive insights. With proactive insights, Amazon DevOps Guru for RDS constantly monitors database instances for potential issues that can lead to degraded database health in the future. When such conditions are detected, proactive insights will generate a finding that describes the nature of the impending problem and the specific actions you can take to mitigate it. Amazon RDS for PostgreSQL now supports major version PostgreSQL 15. So this has lots of new features, including the SQL standard merge command for conditional SQL queries, performance improvements for both in-memory and disk-based sorting, and support for two-phase commit and row-column filtering for logical replication. Amazon RDS for SQL Server now supports cross-region automated backups with encryption. So this feature enables disaster recovery capability for your mission-critical databases by giving you the ability to restore your database to a specific point in time within your backup retention period. Amazon Aurora MySQL 3.03, compatible with MySQL 8.0.26, is generally available. In addition to several security enhancements and bug fixes, it includes several changes like enhanced table space file segment page configuration and new aliases for certain identifier names. Amazon RDS for MariaDB supports new minor versions 10612, 10.5.19, 10.4.28, and 10.3.88. Lots of bug fixes, performance improvements, and other good stuff. Remember, you can leverage automatic minor version upgrades to automatically upgrade your databases to a more recent version during scheduled maintenance windows. And Amazon RDS for MySQL adds new disaster recovery capabilities with cross-region automated backups. This feature enables additional disaster recovery capabilities by letting you restore your database to a specific point in time within your backup retention period, and it allows you to quickly resume operations in the event that the primary AWS region becomes unavailable. Amazon RDS for Oracle now supports early notification of auto minor version upgrades, AMVUs. Customers with AMVU enabled for their Amazon RDS for Oracle instances will benefit from the early notification of AMVU, which will give you more time to prepare and take any downtime during patches. So you'll get a varying amount of time, but it will be at least three weeks notice. Amazon Aurora Serverless V1 now supports customer configurable maintenance windows. You can set the maintenance window with just a few clicks in the console or the SDK or the CLI. Now onto the topic of developer tools. AWS Cloud Shell now supports the modular variant of AWS tools for PowerShell. This is a fun one. AWS Cloud Shell is a browser-based shell that makes it easier for you to securely manage, explore, and interact with your AWS resources. 
CloudShell uses your AWS console credentials for pre-authorization. Common development tools are pre-installed so that no local installation or configuration is required. With CloudShell, you can run scripts with the AWS command line interface, CLI, define infrastructure with the AWS Cloud Development Kit, CDK, experiment with AWS service APIs using the AWS SDK, or use a range of other tools to help you increase your productivity. AWS App Runner now supports HTTP to HTTPS redirects. Now you can use both HTTP and HTTPS endpoints from your client to access your application running on App Runner. App Runner will redirect the incoming request to a HTTPS endpoint with a 301 moved permanently status code. And a quick update on Internet of Things. AWS IoT SiteWise now supports time-weighted average and standard deviation. AWS IoT SiteWise now supports time-weighted average, time-weighted AVG, and time-weighted standard deviation, time-weighted DEV function that makes it easier to automatically factor in the numerical levels of particular variables, as well as the amount of time spent in that variable. With the new time series function, process engineers can define metrics for time series data that isn't regularly sampled and get a representative view of their operations. By using the time-weighted average function, safety managers can calculate a worker's daily exposure to hazardous substances such as chemical, dust, fumes, mist, gas, or vapors, or environmental conditions such as occupational noise while factoring the average level of the substance condition and the average amount of time spent in the area of exposure. Onto the topic of machine learning, SageMaker Autopilot now offers the ability to select algorithms while launching a machine learning training experiment. Starting out, you can select the algorithms from the list of offered algorithms and customize the autopilot experiment to meet your model training requirements. Selecting algorithms not only eliminates the need to iterate over non-preferred algorithms, but also improves your overall job runtime. You can now launch Amazon SageMaker Model Monitor from the SageMaker Model Dashboard. Amazon SageMaker Model Dashboard gives you unified monitoring across all your models by providing insights into deviations from expected behavior, automated alerts and troubleshooting to improve model performance. AWS Comprehend simplifies custom model retraining and management. Until today, customers needed to use manual processes for merging existing and new data sets to train new models, evaluating improvements in model performance and managing model versions over time. Now, customers using the flywheel feature just need to provide the new data sets for retraining. The feature retrains the model by automatically merging existing and new data sets, displays the performance of the model against previous versions that it maintains, and enables customers to select the best version as the production model. Amazon Forecast now supports built-in holiday data for 251 countries to improve your forecasting accuracy, so you know when holidays are going to happen. Vertical-specific bot templates are now available in the Lex console. With Amazon Lex, you can quickly and easily build conversational bots or chatbots or virtual agents or IVR systems. And the pre-built bots provide real-life solutions that reduce the time it takes to deploy conversational bots. Bot templates are available for five industry-specific verticals, financial services, insurance, retail, telecom, and travel. And we're happy to announce Smart Data Validation for Amazon Fraud Detector. This new feature reduces the time to validate and fix customers' data from days to minutes. Before this launch, 
data preparation in AFD could be a complex and time-consuming process as it needed manual effort to identify, clean, and validate the data before importing it to train an ML fraud model. Smart data validation now automates the process of data validation during data import. It identifies abnormalities in your data and provides you with a simple and effective data validation report to help ensure that each data point is formatted properly and ready for training a ML fraud model. It also helps clear up ambiguities around data requirements and formatting. And onto the topic of management and governance. AWS Control Tower announces a progress tracker for landing zone setup and upgrades. AWS Control Tower announces a new progress tracker that depicts milestones and related statuses of the landing zone setup and upgrade process. A landing zone is a well-architected, multi-account AWS environment that is a starting point from which you can deploy workloads and applications. AWS Control Tower automates the setup of new landing zone using AWS best practice blueprints for identity, federated access, logging, monitoring, and account structure. The new progress tractor depicts the status, not started, in process, or success of key milestones in the resource deployment and configuration workflows of the landing zone, such as updating shared accounts for logging, configuring account factory to provision member accounts, or enabling mandatory controls. Showing the progress milestone gives you transparency into where you are in the landing zone setup or upgrade process and provides details about the time left to complete the process. Amazon CloudWatch Internet Monitor is now generally available. Today, AWS announces the general availability of CloudWatch Internet Monitor, a feature of Amazon CloudWatch that helps you monitor internet availability and performance metrics between your AWS hosted application and application in user. Internet Monitor helps you quickly visualize the impact of issues, pinpoint location and providers that are affected, and then helps you take action to improve your end-users network experience. You can see a global view of a traffic pattern and health events and drill down into information about events at different geographical granularities. If an issue is caused by the AWS network, you'll receive AWS Health Dashboard notification that tells you the step that AWS is taking to mitigate the problem. Internet Monitor also provides insights and recommendations that can help you improve your user's experience by using other AWS services. AWS Resiliency Hub adds application change capabilities and simplified APIs. AWS Resilience Hub is a added application change capabilities and new APIs to streamline and simplify use of the service and improve the precision of its recommendations. Resilience Hub provides a single place to define, validate, and track the resilience of your application so that you can avoid unnecessary downtime caused by software, infrastructure, or operational disruption. Following today's launch, you can now view, update, or delete import sources to more effectively manage your Resilience Hub application, including AWS CloudFormation stacks, AWS resource groups, Terraform state files, and AWS service catalog app registry. Resiliency Hub has also introduced new APIs that help manage application with complex resource relationships and application component groupings. This makes it easier to maintain resource and application component groupings in single region and across region workloads by using simplified create, read, update, and delete capabilities. 
AWS Service Catalog now supports the ability to disassociate the de and delete product in one action. This is making it easier to update and manage their catalog of AWS resources. Customer use AWS Service Catalog to manage and share their infrastructure as code templates and apply governance to them. Now using the console or creating a custom alias through the AWS command line interface CLI, customers can efficiently delete their AWS product in one step. AWS System Manager for SAP is now generally available with initial support for backing up SAP HANA database using AWS Backup. With this launch, customers can use System Manager to automatic backup and restore process using AWS Backup to protect data in SAP HANA databases on AWS, including the use of AWS Backup Vaults. Amazon CloudWatch RUM now supports customer-defined metrics for troubleshooting and monitoring. CloudWatch Real User Monitoring RUM gives customers visibility into their web application client-side performance by helping them to collect performance and error data in real-time. Amazon CloudWatch Synthetics announces new Synthetics Node.js runtime version 3.9. Today, we're announcing the update for Amazon CloudWatch Synthetics Canaries to use the Synthetic Node.js runtime version 3.9. This updates dependency package and addresses the planned depreciation of Synthetics Node.js runtime versions 3.5, 3.6, 3.7, and 3.8. AWS announces the general availability of AWS Telco Network Builder to help communication service providers, CSP, automate the deployment and management of telco network on AWS. CSPs want to take advantage of the cost efficiencies and agility and elasticity of the cloud, but it's complicated to map traditional network to cloud environment. To set up a large network, you need to deploy hundreds of compute storage and network components on AWS across thousands of locations. You also need to set up and maintain secure network between location and scale ongoing network operations. AWS Telco Network Builder is a network automation service that makes it easier and faster to deploy and manage telco network on AWS while still using telco industry standards. Now, before we go on to the next topic, Horn, I wanted to say that I really liked that update around the CloudWatch Internet Monitor. So I thought I'd share with the listeners that while you were describing the features and all the updates in this particular section, I actually set up a CloudWatch Internet Monitor for our AWS podcast account. So it is now being monitored. And one of the things to remember is many of these things that we talk about, you can just go do and do them really quickly. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. Onto the topic of media services. AWS Elemental Media Convert now ingests FLAC and animated GIF input. These new input formats are compatible with all media convert outputs. So, for example, you can convert lossless FLAC files into compressed audio formats like AAC, MP3, and OGVORBUS, or use FLAC files as sidecar audio sources to be joined with video files. Animated GIF inputs can be converted into high-efficiency video streaming codecs like AVC, HEVC, and distributed as standalone MP4 files or adaptive bitrate streaming packages such as HLS or Dash GIF video inputs. What a world we live in. Onto the topic of migration and transfer. AWS Transfer family announces support for sending AS2 messages over HTTPS. 
So these are applicability statement two or AS2 messages. And AS2 offers security features like encryption and non-repudiation by default. With the ability to send AS2 messages over HTTPS, you can now benefit from an additional layer of in-transit encryption for your most sensitive EDI payloads and further compatibility with trading partners that require SSL TLS communications. Onto the topic of networking and content delivery. AWS Key Management Service now supports FIPS 120-2 enabled interface VPC endpoint. So what this means is that the AWS Key Management Service lets you add a VPC endpoint using AWS Private Link that connects through the AWS KMS regional endpoint that has been validated under the Federal Information Processing Standard, FIPS 140-2 program. With this new launch, you can easily use AWS Private Link with AWS KMS for those regulated workloads that require a secure connection using a FIPS 120-2 validated cryptographic module. This new capability is available in all AWS regions, including the AWS GovCloud US region. Onto the topic of security, identity, and compliance. Amazon Detective adds a graph visualization for interactive security investigations. So Amazon Detective finding groups now include a dynamic visual representation of detective's behavior graph to emphasize the relationships between security findings and the associated entities within a finding group. This addition makes it easier for customers to triage potential security issues with at-a-glance visuals that include finding types, severity levels, associated accounts, and linkages within the detective behavioral graph that can be used to investigate related activities within a finding group. Detective finding groups consist of related Amazon guard duty findings and include severity, affected AWS accounts, and resources to help you reduce the amount of time you spend investigating individual findings and make it easier to understand the scope of a potential risk. Detective finding groups use the detective visualization as a starting point for your most critical security investigations within the finding group profile page. Now, detective's visualization supports multiple layouts that can aid you in the identification of anomalous behavior by visual inspection of trends, outliers, and patterns of behavior. From this panel, you can also manually rearrange the findings and entities to better understand the interconnectedness, select items to see more details, and more quickly assess the makeup of the finding group. This visualization also allows you to view what resource types are more prevalent in this finding group by leveraging the graph database. So super powerful. And Amazon Detective has also added the ability to export data from the summary page panels and search results. You can now export those in comma separated value format. And you can use this to enrich your security investigations by manipulating the data using other AWS services, third-party applications, or good old spreadsheets. AWS Private CA releases open source samples to help create matter compliance certification authorities. Today, AWS Private Certificate Authority, Private CA, released sample CDK scripts and CloudFormation stack templates to help you create certificate authorities that issue Matter Device Attestation Certificates, or DACs. Matter is a new standard for smart home security and device interoperability. Matter uses X509 digital certificates to identify devices. Matter certificates can be issued only by CAs that comply with the Matter PKI Certificate Policy, or CP. You can use the AWS CDK and CloudFormation samples to help you configure Matter compliant CAs. The samples not only construct the CA, but they also create the configuration and auditing infrastructure needed to help you comply with the Matter PKI CP. This includes AWS IAM roles, permissions, log configurations, 
and retention policies. The MATA PKICP has specific requirements for the separation of CA roles and record keeping of CA operations. Before issuing device attestation certificates, you have to provide evidence to the CSA that your MATA CAs are operated in compliance with the MATA PKICP. The samples released now help you create MATA CAs for issuing DACs. The samples also configure all the other services like IAM, CloudTrail, CloudWatch, S3, and AWS backups to set up CA roles and access policies and the recording and retention of CA operations. And you can now provision MATA CAs as well as set up other AWS services to help you meet the requirements of the MATA PKICP as part of your infrastructure deployments. If ever there was an example of undifferentiated heavy lifting, I've got to say that fits squarely into that category. AWS SimSpace Weaver now supports AWS IAM Identity Center. So you can now use the IAM Identity Center, which is a successor to the AWS Single Sign-On, to use temporary credentials to start, stop, and manage simulations. AWS App Runner introduces web application firewall support for enhanced security. Now you can strengthen the security posture of your web applications against web exploits and bots while benefiting from the simplicity and scalability of App Runner. You can place a security layer in the form of WAF web access control lists in front of your App Runner service endpoint to allow block or monitor web requests to your applications on the basis of predefined rules such as IP addresses, HTTP headers, HTTP body, URI strings, SQL injection, and cross-site scripting. Announcing consolidated control findings and a consolidated controls view for AWS Security Hub. The new controls page shows all security controls in one place along with their compliance status and a summary of past and failed security checks. You can use this view to identify misconfigurations based on severity and number of failed resources to improve your overall security score and to configure each control across all standards in a single action. This release also includes a matching set of APIs to obtain, list, and update security controls across all your security standards. And consolidated control findings now let you consolidate those findings between standards rather than one finding for every standard. And finally on this topic, AWS Security Hub has launched seven new security best practice controls as part of its foundational security best practice standard, FSBP, to enhance your cloud security posture management. These controls conduct fully automatic checks against security best practices for Elasticash. So this really improves your profile on Elasticash. So lots of updates there that we've had today. Horn, how do people reach out to you? I mean, there's some pretty cool things. They may want to ask questions. How do they, how do they find you? Well, you can reach out to me on my Twitter handle at Hansolo underscore one. That's H-A-W-N-S-O-L-O underscore one. And if you like to go old school, podcast at amazon.com is the way to do it because, of course, we do love to get your feedback and we take action on it. And, of course, until next time, keep on building.